And welcome back to Bros in a Landfill. My New Year's resolution is to be a productive member of society. What's yours? Our hosts for today are Lunch Police, or Lunch Billion, or Quack Billion, or Brett. Pick your choosing. Can we just keep it unified with Lunch Billion going into the new decade? I don't don't need any more confusion. (laughs) Fuck! Hello, everybody. And and, uh, I'm Tribian. I'm here, um, and I have a lot of fears, and let's have a great year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was delightful so, um, and sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, 2019's come to a close. Uh, thank you all for um, waiting a week for um, this new episode. I hope you enjoyed the very special New Year special we threw together. That was a lot of fun and definitely high quality. Definitely hot. It's some of the best, best you can expect we've from... ever produce. Yeah, exactly. There's there's no excuse to miss it. <laughs> now. Mr. Um, Lunch Billion is um, here today t- with me to talk about the last year, um, do some retrospectives, and um, see what um, we hope for this coming year. So this is a very year episode. It's an episode about years, 2019 and maybe 2020. This is a very <laughs> year episode. Got it. Yeah. And um, hopefully this is a year where we grow, we um, get better, and we have fun. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of getting better... Um, Last year, 2019, was the year we added in Lunch Billion into the podcast, and I could definitely say that the quality of the episodes has immensely improved since then. Oh, that's very sweet. That's very kind. Uh, it's been fun. Um, no, I, I like talking to you guys uh, about whatever inane fucking bullshit it is every week. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's nice to be here. Uh, um, yeah, I, I just... Whenever, I don't know if you're the straight man or the insane one, like, because sometimes it's just like one of us says just some bullshit and you just go off on like, just you're so dumbfounded. I I think I'm an easily exasperated uh, straight man. Yeah, like that's. Yeah. Just like, like that moment, like last year when I said, like all Sonic games are bad, and then oh my god, don't even <laughs> let's leave that in the past. Let's yeah. leave that in the last yeah. decade, man. Yeah, that's not an okay man, statement. 20, 20, 2019 was not an okay year, man. Uh, it, you don't think it was okay? It, it wasn't okay, but it was also years, man. They're a thing. You can't sum up in it by single um, things. Okay, well, how about with a giant, sprawling, uh, rambly monologue? What? What? How yes. was your year? Try. <laughs> um, it was interesting. It was the first full year I've worked a, a five like a five to like well nine to five job, uh, mm-hmm. doing full time work. Uh, learning a lot about programming on the job, uh, growing as a person. It was interesting. It by no means was an easy year. Uh, personal stuff, like always. I think I think a lot of people are going through personal issues. Um, but I think to some degree, that's a lot of lot to do with every year. The world's getting faster and faster. This new technology. Um, boundaries are breaking down, and. People from different communities get 
clash because communication is far easier than before. Whereas a hundred years ago, you people didn't really talk with people outside of their like immediate community. Yeah. So your things are a lot more larger than when I was growing up. And I don't even just mean like, oh, I'm, the world's bigger because I'm seeing more. It's it feels like it feels like every year things are getting more insane. And I don't know if I'm just too woke. <laughs> but... I'm just the only woke boy in the whole world. No, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, well, yeah, I think the the more time goes on, I think the more plugged in everyone seems to be, and and like the more extreme the online environment seems to get. Um, so that's and, something. And... And, and granted, like, I might not have the best feel of what the regu- like what the normal person who doesn't spend a lot of time online, like, is like, I don't, just because, like, I I grew up on the internet, I spent my whole, like, teen years going up. But even so, the internet's changed so much since, like, I joined Ace Attorney Online, like, a decade ago. Oh, no, it's, it's, I mean, it, it's changed a lot. No, I, I think, um... Like internet culture or whatever is um mm-hmm. way more mainstream than it ever was when I was just going on, you know, fucking image boards mm-hmm. um as a kid or a teenager. Um mm-hmm. I mean we can only really speak for our own kind, right? I, I don't know how things yeah. are going for like the average person, but but I do think that the crazy internet culture has seeped in outside of the internet native tribe a little bit. Yeah. I, d- I think the big thing that like i've come to realize this last year is that where beforehand with the internet before it was so mainstream and so public like the anonymity of each site worked in its own like little favor Hmm. but now that we have this mass cross cross pollination between two different generations of internet users and you got kind of people in the middle now it's like you got a lot of people who value the anonymity and acting anonymously and not having like any responsibility for what they do or say online because that's not how they use the internet. And now you have a lot of younger people, newer people, or people coming into the internet, and it's very public. It's you yourself on the internet, not this like anonymous person. So you have all these different ideologies of how people should act online clashing, and I, it's really weird, like. It's both it's both um it's both a very big public place and it's very big private place all combined where it's not as straightforward as oh you go to the public square and everything you do there is public. It's you like you, you have like a big combination of anonymous like anime profile people from like everywhere on the political spectrum. You have a bunch of people putting their public information out there on every end of the public spectrum. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, like, 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 It's not like we're all going in with the same uh, loadout or the same expectations of uh, how we should engage with these platforms. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, It is yeah. weird that like people will be on there with a full name, with a tick, and then there'll be yeah. someone who's like fucking Sonic Ossieter 87. <laughs> and they can have the same discussion together. And yeah. like... Yeah, it's it's weird. There's obviously different philosophies going to those people's, uh, yeah. you know, view of how to use the space. Um, 
wait so this is just rewinding back a bit we're talking about your year so yeah this is but, kind of well this, this kind, this is of, kind of sorry well for like this like past year like this is like something that like i know it's like not new but uh, I've really, let's tr- I really try to have broadened my scope and break down a lot of my natural assumptions of, of people, um, so that because something that like I noticed like like early this year and like like last year was that I was heavily like I was so far in certain like groups and mindsets that I was making assumptions about people without. Um, because I, I, because being in certain groups, being in some sort of like certain circles, you get like, I'm trying to think the right word. Um, you get a certain expectation of how the internet works or how you're supposed to act on the internet. And because of that, I was jumping, like I was jumping to conclusions about people on line or different groups or whatnot. So the one thing that like I was, I was been trying to do is trying to, like actually looking into like look into different communities how see how different communities actually act and whatnot and it's it's insane because you have like these like different groups of people like any everywhere from like kiwi farms to etc to um pretty little liars to twitter to youtube to um i don't go on facebook anymore but like but even like different discard communities it's it's insane because like, like, even if we're just looking at Discord communities, every Discord community is its own reality. Uh, and you see p- people uh, talking about other groups in different ways, um, caring about different... Like, when I say caring about different things, I'm like, different, um, like, entirely different moral structures. And no longer is this just like... Like, I, I feel like... Like if you're staying safe within one, like if you're staying safe within one group, you're not peering out and you're just listening to say, "Oh, this pe- this group is bad, this group's bad, this group's bad," and you're not actually seeing what people are saying. It's it's very easy to create that mentality that I'm right, I'm moral, and everybody else who disagrees. Like, so if anybody has a different thought from yourself, they're either they're they're both wrong and immoral. And that's not how people work. I feel like there's very few actual bad actors online. And, like, there are bad actors online, don't get me wrong. But I feel like the vast majority of people who are online aren't bad actors. And they're acting within their own scope of justice and morality. Well, yeah, I I think it's uh, the dynamics of the internet that, like, make people... Uh, or lead people down these paths, you know, less so than they're inherently mm-hmm. bad. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like you know, like I think it's pretty well documented that, like, you know, being in closed-off groups and stuff can, you know, lead to yeah. extremism in in any area. Yeah, but I think I think like well, I think we all know that. I think it's a whole other thing to be to put yourself in those other communities to actually like read what they're writing from an open-minded perspective not a not a oh i'm resting on my laurels i know i'm right i'm just i'm i'm reading this to see how stupid people are you're, if you're going and reading what people are saying with a good faith effort um it's it's nuts how different these realities are and how easily people are just vilify other sides without understanding where they actually come from i agree
Like, but that's me this last year. I also played a lot of video games, but... Uh, All right. <laughs> but yeah, the most video games I've ever played in a year, like, 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 I, I won't spoil anything for lunches, um, Game Awards. I'm looking forward to do it. But I, I have to, like, thank lunch for even having this idea for me to join in on in the first place because like i have so much trouble playing video games like i will start a game and i won't finish it like i'll get halfway through either get frustrated or something else will come out your video game competition has forced me to finish games no it's it's fun i don't know like having another external motivator to be like i mean just to to see how big you can make the number get or how much you can smoke someone else by like i don't know it's just because yeah it's like media requires you to give something to it um and if yeah. you're like lacking in energy or whatever it's really easy to 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 not i guess it's kind of like with any hobby really where starting's the hard part but like if you just think like oh, i can't be bothered then like you'll miss out on so many cool experiences like in so many interesting little pieces of escapism um yeah yeah so nice yeah. i'm happy to hear that yeah yeah uh uh, I'm looking forward to um, Lunch Billions um, Game Awards of this year, or of 2019. Uh, make sure to um, subscribe to youtube.com slash lunchbillion. I don't know if he actually has a um, uh, unique um, URL, so you might just have to look up Lunch Billion, and we'll probably link it somewhere. I think we put it in our channel. Like We, we usually put your um, channel at the end of our videos anyway, so... Right, so uh, just, make sure... just skip to the end of this fucking video. <laughs> 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 Go to my channel. Um, yeah. No, I, I should probably uh, write that get to work on that script after we finish this episode yeah. actually because i got a long way to go but I, I really like making those videos yeah definitely like if you haven't seen lunch's previous years they're worth a shot because he doesn't just talk about the games of the year they came out he, it's the games he's played that year so you're always getting something new or interesting you're not getting the same like five ten games on everybody's game of the year lists and i, I like to think i have a pretty like i won't say an eclectic taste but i mostly just play a million sonic games but but <laughs> like i play games from like lots of random years like yeah you know classic stuff fucking 360 modern whatever um i think that's cool yeah yeah they're like they're entertaining as hell i'll say that yes. like why are you watching why are you watching this podcast go watch lunch's channel it's better in every way well except for maybe output <laughs> <laughs> Hey, quality over quantity, my dear friend. Well, all right, all right. Well, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll put a pin in that discussion. We can come back to the great Boros and Landfall versus Lunch Billion debate later. Yeah. Um, speaking of games, um, is there something you want to talk about, Lunch? Uh, sure. Uh, we're just transitioning to me talking about my year or, or what? Well, well, yeah, your year, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I, I do have a, um, a game related thing to talk about in my year what's the proper order of things um (laughs) i it's last year uh i'm quite grateful for it i it certainly wasn't the easiest year either i I actually found it very difficult um uh, how do i talk about it like like it's like if i really look at everything that happened it's easy to be like wow i feel like i suffered a lot and this was a bad year but i don't think it was a bad year um because um one i i learned a whole lot of valuable things to know about my life Mm -hmm. and i was pretty happy with the direction i was going in 
uh, in terms of my development the whole time. So yeah, it was it was good because at the beginning of my of my 2018 Game Awards video, I started off by saying I was fucking depressed for like the whole year, and it sucked. <laughs> and but uh, and it seems like I was a, I had a similar amount of shitty times a lot in 2019, but but I feel pretty good about it. Uh, so yeah. what are the what are the things that happened? Uh, well, pretty much right off the bat, I had my first breakup, um, and that was that's a big oof um that's that's a big thing um and i had like my work history is a bit weird like i've I've taken ages to sort of leave the nest so to speak so like uh this year well 2019 was like my first like a normal person job that i had for an extended period of time i worked at subway uh and that really stressed me the fuck out i was super anxious (laughs) and I was still like grieving my relationship and it was like really a pretty fucked time. Um, but did you, I, did you, t- sorry. Did you talk about that? Like that, that horrible night you had on podcast? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think I talked about the, 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 the day it was like my first time closing the store and also the day my breakup happened. And it was like, it's probably the worst day of my life with like, yeah. Which is funny, like, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, last year wasn't so bad. I'm like, oh, yeah, also had the worst day of my life. But a day, one out of 365, not uh, fucking, not so bad. Um, so where was I going with this? Uh, I hated my job. I was really <laughs> sad about my relationship. Um, but I learned some important things. Um, so, like, basically, since, like, high school or as I've been, I guess, growing into an adult um i don't know i always had this real insecurity about like um not being grown up because i didn't really have any skills mm-hmm. other than like how to oh. like draw sonic characters yeah. i i can relate that to that except drawing sonic characters that i didn't even have sonic characters man <laughs> uh, you know how hard it was for me um, i i was i was drawing kingdom hearts characters in middle school i have i have no room to talk okay well there you go um yeah and so i i um I felt like until I got like a normal job, like I wasn't going to be able to prove that I was like a real normal member of society. Um, Mm -hmm. And I figured like, you know, like if I, if I was working a job, then I'd be earning the right to exist in society and and I would feel better about myself. And I kind of discovered by making a bunch of sandwiches uh, that like I, I realized I didn't felt, feel like I deserved to exist any more than I did before just because I was making mm-hmm. people sandwiches. I thought, I don't think this is the thing that decides whether or not I'm worthy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the problem with those sorts of jobs, like like any any sort of um, uh, restaurant, retail, um, like I can I can say it related to like when I worked at the car wash, it's you when you are replaceable, you don't feel like you're actually valued. Oh, no, like, I, I didn't feel valued at all. Um, yeah and when you don't when you don't feel valued with your work you don't value your work yeah that's that's a thing that's certainly a a problem um Mm -hmm. but yeah i I just like it it felt like it didn't feel like the thing that meant that i had the right to live in society it was like this is just i don't know this is stupid because it's meaningless like this is not what i have to contribute to the world um Mm -hmm. and so i don't know like it kind of gave me i've quit the job now i still gotta find another one but like um, it's kind of reset my priorities and that like, 
oh, I, I want to, I just 100% want to find whatever path will facilitate the things that I actually care about that I actually think are meaningful. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. I don't know, before I had a similar outlook, but I, I thought that it was like based in, in fear of like not being able to survive in, in the other world. Um, but I'm like, no, 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 I, I managed to have a job for, <laughs> and it well, was dumb. Well, it, it sounds to me that at the end of the day, um, your job, like Subway was a good experience for you because it allowed you to mature in a way that you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, um, I, I think so. And I feel similarly about my, uh, my, my breakup. Um, mm -hmm. like I, geez, like it's a, I mean, on one level, like just having, <laughs> just suffering some hurt here and there, it, it does feel like it, it like recenters you. It gives you like an idea of like the, this, the depth of human emotions or, and like gives you empathy, um, helps you understand what you do have and stuff like that. Um, makes you look at where your worth comes from. Um, it's so like that, that's kind of like by default, but I, I've noticed like, um, it's taken like a, it's been about a year and it's taken like pretty much a lot of time to get here. But like, I, I can, I can see kind of what I was doing in the relationship where I wasn't, which is some a problem I have in general that I've been working on lately where, uh, I'm not truthful with myself and then by extension, other people, uh, mm. just because of like, like in the relationship, there are lots of things that, that bothered me that, um, but I didn't really want to believe them. So I kind of pretended things were okay. And I didn't even notice I was deceiving myself. Um, and I, I've certainly done similar things when like, um, I think people have expectations of me. I'll like, I'll just try and believe an alternate reality where I am that thing. Um, and it just means I'm not real with people. And yeah, I've been trying to develop on that recently. Um, cause my friend Sale has been reading a book about radical honesty where basically the entire point is like. It's like a philosophy or a lifestyle where, yeah, you just avoid lying to yourself or others as much as possible mm. and trying to take that into account. I'm like, oh, I'm noticing all these places where I'm not sincere with myself because I'm afraid of, of what the truth might be. Um, but I think only the uncertainty is scary. There's no point in like, uh, I, I feel like the truth is something that will come out of any situation no matter what. So you may as yeah. well just seek it out. Um, cause whatever something is, is what it is. Um, and so that's been a pretty liberating idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's, that's something that like, and this is partially why like I'm, I've, I think it plays back into my strong sense of justice where I think the only thing that really matters is that the truth comes out in a, like comes out sooner than later because the longer the truth is. Like the the longer the truth is um obscured about something, the more pain everybody feels about it. And then when the truth does come out, the more pain everybody feels in that moment. Yeah, exactly. Like everybody like, really Like you just have to be honest, like um and just let well, things be and, what they are. Because there's no escaping it. Yeah, um there's only well, delaying it or making it worse later. Well, and that's the that's the other thing. The longer it takes the truth come out, the less of the truth of the truth is what comes out. Like the like truth sort of degrades the more we sit on it the more that we wait on it the more that it doesn't come out the more details that are lost the more nuance that is lost like the like let, if you hold on for something for so long you might not even remember the exact reasons why you held on to something 
so that when it comes out or when you come out, you have a harder time explaining it than when. Yeah, because it has roots in, in a scenario that doesn't exist anymore. Or yeah. in a version of you that doesn't exist anymore. Um, so, yeah. So I, I had a had a job, I had a breakup. Both things sucked, but they both made me learn things about myself and my life. Um, and the other thing that's notable about my year, I think, is uh, what you were alluding to earlier, is that um, I've been working on a little game project uh, that we're calling Woo-hoo. Project Ashes at the moment. Uh, for- I... Ha- I have to stop you there because I haven't told you this um, because I, I thought it was funny and I wanted to say it on cast. Okay. So so this game, Project Ashes, back when I was in high school, I was trying to work on a game project with um, some friends that clearly fell apart. And like I called the Project Ashes. That's amazing because it's like I the know. same backstory <laughs> that we have. Um, yeah, I know. Now, granted, this is like a... A code name so uh yeah you know, i mean change. but that's but funny that's the same thing um i mean it was it was a dumb fighting game where it was like oh it was like mortal kombat-esque where there was finishing moves that that ended with people turning into ashes but oh it was it was a game that was funny. never gonna it was never gonna come to fruition well i mean i, I wonder sorry i wonder if the i wonder if the pro bars are still up for that i don't know if i de- ever deleted the planning form we had for it but it's an it's an idea I still really like in terms of a f- fighting game. If I don't know if the game that we had planned would ever come to fruition, but if I ever get a chance to make a game in the future, a fighting game or whatever, like I would utilize the concepts around that. Dude, we could do we could do an an, an entirely different episode of of making up our own fighting game ideas. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> so. yeah, no, that's well, because. For like with me with fighting games, right? What I enjoy in fighting games is like really flashy, really. Um, like I don't like incredibly technical input mainly because I have really bad coordination. I'm really bad at it. Yeah. But I I like when games are really flashy, but they don't take forever with the flash. Or yeah, that like, yeah. or it's incredibly satisfying. So like it's it. it's a it's a hard balance to make a game flashy but not redundant. So I I think of um something like I think Dragon Ball Fighter Z is probably the perfect amount of like flash and uh. Without being too redundant, I do think that some of those like extra scenes, like do pan- like the, I, I think like the ending scenes, uh, like the dramatic finishes are too snappy sometimes. Like it's not always as satisfying as it could be. Hmm. But the I, I find the special moves, the finishers and whatnot are all like are all great. Yeah, I like how they're they're flashy, but they 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 don't like take your control for way too long or anything. Um, they're just full of full of beans what was i saying yeah oh uh, uh right so project ashes it reminds yeah. you of a project you were working on or you yeah. you were thinking about back it's in high school um yeah nothing it's nothing nothing like it but just s- s- shared a name all right well our project ashes uh so uh, the, the, this, the, the real one similar <laughs> not the only people to call something ashes um but know. this is a, a similar idea actually in that um me and two of my friends, Sailor and Reese, um, came up with this mm-hmm. idea back in high school. Um, I don't Ooh. think it wasn't actually going to be a game back then. We were like, uh, "Let's." We actually wanted to make a role, pl- like a forum role play, and we, we were trying mm. to make like a like a setting <laughs> that was really cool, um, where basically the premise was that, uh, like, when somebody dies, they turn to ash, and then ash is what powers magic. 
And we just thought oh. that was like a, a cool like uh, premise for a fantasy world. And then we, you know, filled it up with our own fantasy races and locations and and crazy, crazy lore. Um, and after a while, I think we decided this is too cool to be a role play. Uh, let's make this like something bigger, like one day, like like we're all creatives. One day when we're super epic, we're going to come back and we're going to make um, we're going to make a series or a game out of this. Um, and then we're like, OK, and then we just put it away um and that's it's a very e- it's very easy to have like a pipe dream project like that and not actually work towards making it um and just basically i think late 2018 uh we were basically like what if we just did ashes like <laughs> rather than waiting until some nebulous point where everyone's badass like that's that's not a way to actually get people to, to do anything it's not a way to actually get us to grow Let's just fuck it. Let's just make our dream thing. Um, and it's been really cool. It's been like the uh, working on this project has been kind of like the the light at the end of the tunnel. Like when I was saying, like, um, I'm happy with my direction in life over the year, even though it was a shitty year in a lot of ways. This is kind of what I was talking about, because um, slowly but surely we're not super far along yet. We're still in like pretty early, like putting the game together. But um, yeah, it's like we've been built. With just our just the three of us, we've been building Whoa. characters and stories. Um, we've been figuring out how the gameplay is going to work. We've been designing shit. Um, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. And the more we work on it, the more real it seems. The more actually attainable it is. Um, and it's really heartening. Um, drawing for it, I think I, I've like I've actually improved quite a lot. Like I've yeah, no, I I can agree with that. Like. Your even so, like your art this whole past year has definitely seemed to have gotten a lot better. Oh well, thank you. Um, yeah, well, because like I'm being forced into scenarios I wouldn't normally be in. Like, like if you just draw, if you just doodle, like it's easy just to draw the same thing over and over and never really engage yourself. But if you're doing a project, it's like okay, well, we need a character to uh to do this, and you need to look like this. You're like shit. I don't know how to do that, and so you learn. Um, and. Like, like I've got like a, I've had drawing habits for years where I just draw characters really short and squat, and I just like couldn't get out of it. And and then doing ashes, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to use a height scale, and now people look a bit more normal. And now I look back at all my old art, and I'm like, what the fuck? What is happening with these guys? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's really fun. I, I I'm I'm progressing in in like a in a goal with with some of my best friends, uh, yeah. trying to actualize our dream, and it's very slow. Uh, but uh, yeah. I'm I'm really happy with it. And you can follow yeah, the progress on Twitter. Yeah, twitter.com slash... Uh, fuck, what are we called? Pro- yeah, it's called fuck what are we called. Yeah, twitter.com slash fuck what are we called. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> pro- twitter.com slash project ashes underscore nz. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So, Dizzy's here. Um. We're doing a um year in um re- um looking back on the year of 2019. Oh, I hated uh, 2019. Good. So, <laughs> so why don't you tell us why you hated 20? Yeah. So so why don't you talk about 2019? I don't wanna. <laughs> it's, well, lunch it's was just mis- finishing up talk. It's just miserable. It's like my family members were either dying or or dead, and and just uh, just really just tragic. Shit. It kind of just happened to me over and over again. 
Jeez. Yeah, I don't I don't oh want it. It's God. not it's not funny. Like like ha ha ha, my uncle had a stroke. Ugh. Great. That's, that's that's horrible. Yeah. 2019 was just a year of of horrible family related tragedies and I I'm glad it's over. Yeah. <laughs> and they all survived. Well, Half and, and and they're all still alive, so that's good. <laughs> he lived. Well, n- well, not if World War Three ends up happening. Yeah, that's that's the thing everyone else is talking about <laughs> now too. <laughs> what a great way to start twenty twenty World War Three. Look, let's just uh, we're talking about twenty nineteen, not the yeah. end of the world that's happening this year and beyond. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's stay on like topic it. and not look at the horrible fucking shadow being cast upon us. I feel like every every generation, every year, every single year, and every single generation of of people is always thinking that the world's gonna end, the shadow of the end of the world is upon them, and then the people are always saying, this is it, this is the one, and it, it kind of just makes you think, huh, I guess I guess we're just always putting ourselves in horrible, horrible world-ending-related risks, and you can almost, you can almost well, we try to be take human sol- if we weren't. You can almost try to take solace in the idea that it hasn't ended yet, and but it keeps getting worse. It's like, oh, <laughs> and like, then this happens. Oh, this is it. This is the end of the world. And then the world keeps going. And then something else happens. This is it. This well, is the end of the world. And then the world keeps well, going. I, and you're like, oh, man, maybe we'll survive. <laughs> well, I think part of the tension now is now that we have nuclear weapons that could quite literally destroy the world, that everything is like every little like foreign policy action is incredibly anxiety inducing because you don't know what's going to set off some random country like North Korea or Iran or Russia to set off a first nuke or even America. Who knows what's going to set America off to set the first nuke? Personally, yeah, well, so America's like, fucking starting this war. So, I mean... Yeah, I know. There's a it's, no, very uh, insecure fucking pumpkin man in charge. <laughs> uh, but it just it just takes one nuke before it all falls to shit. That's the scary part, because once one country sets off a nuke, another country's going to do it. The fucking yeah, scary I, part I think... is that the nuclear technology is so old and can't be updated because they don't want to risk setting it off that I'm terrified mm. no one's going to start the tension. It's just someone's going to spill their coffee. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no, we're, we're, no, we're, we're, we're totally going to have our... um. Nuclear, um, uh, like, like, so when we when we eventually um nuke Russia, the narrative is going to be that Russia hacked into America's um like nuke missile firing system, and they fired it at themselves so they could be the victims of the first nuclear war, so they could send even more nukes at us. I, uh... I thought the reason why we haven't had a World War Three mainly hinged on the fact that the first person to launch a nuke is also going to be the last person, because then everyone's just going to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, now nowadays the nukes are less for our own protection and more for just <laughs> not uh, we, we have to we have to keep eye surveillance on them. <laughs> yeah, well, like n- nuclear nukes at this point are just a posturing maneuver. But I think the concern is that there's going to be some crazy person who doesn't care it enough. One. Yeah, yeah. It only it only takes one crazy person to be like, I don't care enough about my own population to go and it's not even or I don't care wrong. enough about it's the world. The, yeah, that's the thing. And it's... <laughs> Like, I don't care enough about the world. I just kind of want to do it because I'm a because of my ego or whatever. Yeah, no, that's that's the scary thing. That's why nukes are very scary. <laughs> just takes just it, takes one. 
Well, I think I think the other thing is you have to either be an incredible moron or not care for your own life or care about anybody else's life in order to do it because yeah. once you fire a nuke, you put the you put yourself in the position of being the victim of a nuke attack. It's like a, I mean, you as the leader of the country. Uh, there are people yeah. that like it's I think it's not that uncommon for someone to go crazy and shoot a bunch of people and then kill themselves like it would only mm-hmm. take some someone with the power to be in a very dark place to destroy the whole world. You, you say it would take an incredible moron or a person who doesn't care about themselves, but unfortunately, as things are right now, we have a lot of morons in the world yeah. who think yeah, they I... don't care about themselves, but then when push comes to shove, they realize, oh, I really do like me, as it turns out. <laughs> Whoops, I'm too gonna, bad I already I jumped. Am, <laughs> I am going to counter that notion to because if... By nature of trying to become a political figure, you must have an incredible ego. And to put that ego at risk by starting a, the end of the world would imply that you're like, it's just like, I know people talk about like how Trump's like Trump's a moron, Trump's a, like, tr- we're afraid of Trump starting a nuclear war. I think tr- Trump has too big of an ego to put himself at risk of death. I think Trump likes living a little too much to. to yeah, Trump. Himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because here's the other thing: just Trump. Trump knows that if he fires a nuke, even if he doesn't become the victim of a nuke attack, he becomes an immediate target for assassination. He, like you have, he, you he's have not to be quite so. As, <laughs> he's not quite as dumb as people think. Like don't get yeah, me like, wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying he's 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 Professor Einstein. He's he's pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. He's the puppet master, but he certainly isn't that stupid. <laughs> I, the only the only time I could see a country firing off firing off a nuke is if they've already lost the conflict. Yeah, and it's just, a um, and, it, and it's a you, it's a mutually it, yeah it, it's more of a mutually assured extract, destruction sort of tactic of oh you fu- like you fucked us you're like our country is basically decimated most of our w- army is dead <clears throat> um, you're probably gonna come and kill our leaders yeah let, we're just gonna. F- but, like we're just gonna fuck you because of it. America just and raises America its hand Ameri- and goes, uh, We help Germany. Like, we can help you. It's like <laughs> or not. It's like America's uh, never gonna be the country to fire the first nuke, but America is definitely the country that can put another country into the position of firing a nuke. America is luckily never gonna be uh, the country that fires the first nuke in before n- tomorrow. Just we're all dying. Frozen landfill was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something. Luckily, the the world didn't end in, in 2019. Yeah. Um. I don't. Though, I I guess we moved away from that discussion because Dizzy's 2019 was his family being in the hospital. But yeah. Hmm. What was I saying? <laughs> I think I talked about all my all my points actually. Um. Yeah. I talked about the game. I plugged the Twitter. Barely. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay let's go back to talking about show. the end of the world uh, what do you people uh, actually, um, want the, me uh, on the, your show I join your show and the first thing I talk about is my family is dying and also the end of the world it was look <laughs> man you were just giving us your truthful self your genuine yeah, dizzy we like you dizzy I always like do you, dizzy. that and I'm always you know? miserable <laughs> oh d- um, lunch you know the other you know, the, you know what the other thing that happened in 2019 what's that you, you started that um, New Zealand poetry channel that's right, and then fucking went nowhere <laughs> with it. Like, I look like my dad's got footage for the next poet, and he just wants to send it to me. I'm like, can you send me that footage? And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, I'll send it soon. And then I never get it. And now it's like, 
I can't ask for it now because he's just been in the hospital and shit. And what kind of monster <sighs> is gonna be like? Uh, yeah, I know you just no, were no, hospitalized, no, what, but where's the fucking you, what poems? What you do is you you send it to yourself for him because he has been unwell. Oh, I just have to go to his house and log into his computer. Weren't you just there yesterday? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I forgot I have a New Zealand poetry channel. I would have reminded <laughs> you, but I didn't know that this was a situation that you were in. Also, it's a Northland poetry channel, doofus. I just remembered. What, what, what if, what, what if you like went to his house and you're like, "Hey, Dad, it's me, your son. I come to go check on you," and you give him a hug and you give him some flowers and stuff. And then when he's sitting down, you jump onto his computer and you're like, "All right, let's just let's do this." You crack your knuckles so like, "Okay, Dad." <laughs> like, oh, that was a lot of noise that my knuckles just made. Holy shit! I I just imagine that's that like those like images of cartoon characters with like the broken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my dad's doing a lot better at the moment. Um, that's that's good so to hear. I, I probably yeah, he's doing cartwheels again. My dad was never doing cartwheels. Let's make that <laughs> very clear. I think that's probably like a, a physical impossibility. You never know. I don't know. I can't even do cartwheels. I, I can do a cartwheel, you pussy. I... My ass is too big to do a cartwheel. My gravity's <laughs> all off. I think when I was a kid, I tried the cartwheel because everyone else was doing it. I'm trying to do a cartwheel. If, I, if a cartwheel is what I think it is, then I'm pretty sure I was stopped by people who said that cartwheels are the th- a thing that girls do. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, I won't do it then. Wow, then that's, <laughs> that's upsetting. I mean, I, I guess it is more school. of a... I was in grade I guess school, it's a more so feminine peer pressure maneuver. and peer well, pressure and and gender stuff was a lot bigger when you're when you're in third grade. But then no, you get older, and and then well, you get older, you realize that it's stupid. But then you also realize that because you haven't been cartwheeling for years, you're really out of practice, and you fall on your fa- <laughs> and you fall on your ass. <laughs> Damn so, it! Now I can't cartwheel anymore, and it's all because of stupid peer pressure. <laughs> they fucked you for life. Yeah, they fucking fuck gender life. norms. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I don't know what. I'm on the edge of my seat. It's okay, because even if I can't <laughs> cartwheel, I can still do handstands. Wow. As long as I prop myself up handstand. against a wall. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> well, that's still something. I'll let you have that. What if you let me have some cake and then eat it too? That might make it harder uh, to do physical activities like handstands, but I guess you know, that's true. Yeah, they're delicious. It's good times. What if you get? What if you had some coffee, and then someone is like, "Hey, give me your coffee," and you say no, and then he pulls out a gun, and then you don't say anything. And he points the gun at some ducks, and he shoots it, and then a dog catches it, and then that dog joins Smash Brothers. I don't What are you doing? <laughs> All right, everybody. So this has been a 2019 discussion. Uh, do we want to maybe close off the video with, with a few small hopes and dreams for 2020, Actually, other than the fact that the world isn't going to be exploded? I hope well, the world I doesn't end. end. <laughs> I want to um, end the episode actually with um, a little quick discussion of um, um, plans for the next year of um, for Bros in the Landfill. Oh, so, of course. 
Yeah, so something that we've sort of talked about but not had a full discussion on is maybe doing these podcasts every other week and supplanting or giving us some more time to maybe record some gameplay footage or other stuff so that we're a bit fresher on topics. I definitely feel like we're doing a bit better this week because we actually had a week off last week. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I don't because Dizzy goes exhausted. Well, no, even when you came on it was a good co- it was a good conversation, good talk. Like uh, also launches on this week so it's immediately 100% better. Wow! But uh I w- I was thinking that it could work in our favor that if we use the um recording time that we would have used for podcasts every other week. Um as recording time for um gameplay footage that means i can actually do um let's plays with you guys because i that means i have time to record that also means that you guys can also record gameplay footage whenever the fuck you want because um <laughs> really like as long as you have two people in a game to play then we have an ability to have footage for videos maybe like have like 10 20 minute videos at least three uploads a week that could work because if we were, let's say, if we record for like an hour or two hours on a Saturday, that gives us like three to three to six um possible videos. Hmm. That's true. What if? Uh, never mind. Well, I quite like some of the uh, let's play stuff we've got on our channel. Yeah, so it would be cool to. Have and then work. yeah, we and still have some let's some... plays we haven't posted yet, and some yeah. let's plays that we can no longer finish for really, really frustrating and stupid reasons. Yeah. Well, we don't necessarily even have to like finish the games we're less playing. I mean, the game grumps don't finish half the games they play. Yeah, but it's it. We play less games, and also uh, let's plays are fun. Well, yeah. are they? Well, I guess? I'm just saying like it, it might be more. It might be more fun to have a variety of games and see what hits and what doesn't hit. We don't always have. We it's still a, even if it's a need longer... to finish all the endings for Eve. L- LP fan asked us, and we we said, "Okay, we'll do we it." Failed and then we failed. Never did it. <laughs> we failed <laughs> well, see, but, our fans. See, see, but that's the thing. Like, if we if, if if we have people wanting us to play more games, like or play more of a game, we can play more of a game. There's no issue doing that. It's just a matter of trying to see what hits, what doesn't hit, what we want to play, what we don't want to play, like. I want to get. I want to do. Um, I want to get um lunch to play. Shouldn't make me Tensei one on the like on a ROM, like on an emulator or whatever. But I can't realistically have us record a like a forty to sixty hour game for a let's play. You you could actually, but do you want to? Is a thing. <laughs> no, but, no, but when I say realistically, I'm saying yeah. When I say realistic, I'm saying that's going to take up our channel for like half a year. Yeah, we're just become Shin Megami. Tensei Let's Play channel. You know, uh, that yeah. that might be good because I was told that YouTube analytics tend to prefer channels that have a focus rather than uh, doing whatever they want, which is a little bit but sad also... because it means that <laughs> once you no, once but... you struck oil, you kind of have to keep digging. Yeah, but but <laughs> to that extent you have like it's a matter of striking that oil. Yeah. And um and I'd rather have a variety of content where if we do have a struck of oil, strike like we do strike oil somewhere, we can still make those oil like those videos, but we can still do other videos too. We don't have to be like doing the same gameplay of the same game like every like every week. We can you know, supplant it in with other stuff, go back and forth as we're available. You don't want Rose in the Landfill to be the YouTube channel where Try and Lunch Billion play Shin Megami Tensei and also some other stuff happens. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's no more podcasts. It's no more podcasts. Every day is a two-hour long play of Shin Megami Tensei. You know that people, so, someone someone would like someone might like that. 
no one else, if no one else, it'd probably be me though. (laughs) The problem with long videos, and this is part of the problem with our current podcast, is that it's really hard to introduce someone to a channel when they have hour, two hour long videos. People are much willing to try something out if it's 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. What if you guys just true. just played a sh- what if you guys just played like a shit ton of Shin Megami Tensei and sent me the footage and I cut it up into thirty minute segments and That'd be, we that released would, those, the, the, we release those over the course of a day and then after two months <laughs> the game is over. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's that's honestly sort of what I was thinking. Like right now, I'd like to um, try to just do three videos a week, Monday, like maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, well Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, and every other week the Friday is a podcast. Just until like we get into a groove, or if we see that's even working out, is I know like since Dizzy is basically our editor, and he, like he has other things in his life to do other than just edit videos. No, actually, the, the the reason why I'm on so many episodes and why I'm the editor is because I have nothing going on in my life. No, but <laughs> I should I sh- I should rephrase that. Um, like like oh. I, I okay so will video edit you, poorly for food? Yeah, <laughs> but even so, just like having like having Dizzy expected to do five days of videos, including one of those days being a podcast, like is a bit much of an ask immediately. It's something to work up to, and it's something that like if we if we stock up footage, then Dizzy can have like a backlog of videos to upload. Yeah, but that's but that's something to figure out in the future. We can see what Tar thinks. But like if next Saturday, like if next Saturday or Sunday, and even so, another great thing we can do is if some people are just available on Saturday and some people are just available on Sunday, the Saturday people can record themselves playing something. The Sunday people can record themselves playing something and we have two sets of footage to use. Whereas if we're doing a weekly podcast where it's like only one episode a week, that's the only time we're having usable footage or usable audio. Hmm. I do like this idea of... um. Yeah, making the podcast slightly more, uh, well, making it fortnightly. Um, so mm-hmm. we all have a bit more chance to recharge, considering that it's the same four of us pretty much every time. And it means that we can have more content on the channel that is, like, uh, a bit more, like, yeah, accessible. And if people like yeah. that, then they might be more likely to check out. The, and we can... And I, I, I'd also show. like to maybe like try to do some like more bros talk sort of things like me like talking in the car with Dizzy when I go home or people just talking like just random things that maybe wouldn't make a good full podcast episode that's kind of just on the fly. Yeah. Like, uh, granted, the like game, when, like when the uh, game, when voice actors uh, get canceled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good we times. still need to finish the Vic discussion. When are we doing? I'm not. The I'm not. I am. Episode of the of the King I am Vic not, discussion. <laughs> I am not. I am not talking about the Vic stuff again until after appeals because that's what you said, like, and it's like, when is that going to happen? Actually, <laughs> uh, well, it's currently in the appeals process right now. Oh, um, cool. As in, as in, it's been filed for appeals. The appeal, like the the arguments for appeals, haven't even been formed. It's just, it's going to the appeals court. The appeals court has, basically, I don't know if the appeals court has officially accepted, but they've um, denied a, a motion to um dismiss the appeal that's basically all that's happened i was gonna ask actually because i don't i don't 
do anything on Twitter and my YouTube, like I bait my basis of how much people talk about stuff is what shows up on my YouTube recommended section, yeah. which is not exactly a great, uh, you know, way of, of telling things apart. Of course. <laughs> so, so I'm never completely certain if what I'm saying is true about what quote unquote people are saying, but I, I real I was saying to someone else the other day though, it's, it's why I asked try for an update. Someone was talking about the Kick Vic stuff, and I was like, yeah, what's going on? I was like, yeah, what's going on with that? I haven't heard anyone talk about that in a, in a long time. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know if... Probably I don't know if it actually... that legal stuff takes a long time, yeah. and people have short yeah. attention spans. Well, legal... Yeah. Okay, if legal stuff takes a long time, but the Vic stuff is moving faster than most legal stuff. Okay. It's but, still yeah, taking like, a long time, and people like, do have short attentions, but I don't know if yeah, attention no, exactly. is that I mean, short, it's been, or if I'm it's, the one who's not paying it's attention. Been, <laughs> it's been a, almost a year since the initial drama. <sighs> like, yeah, dude. But that's this is the this is the sort of thing that happens. Like the news cycle gets bored with something. You're not probably not going to hear something until the appeals court rules, um, because the only the only people following are those actually invested in the legal aspects in the case. Like I'm following it because I'm actually interested in the legal stuff of the case. Right. And like, I'm following it because like, I like, need the yeah. views. Like, uh, like, like, I'm I'm actually interested in law. It's in a topic that I'm like I'm interested in. Um, this whole like anti-slap stuff is actually far more like facet. Like, anti-slap as a topic is a really interesting conversation because on one hand you're protecting people like it's it's about preventing people from getting sued for their free speech. On the other hand, it's making sure people don't abuse, um, free abuse an anti-slap mo- uh, motion to shut down frivolous, um, well, well mm-hmm. shut down meritorious lawsuits, and something like the Texas Citizens Partition- Participation Act, uh, the the Texas version of it, is that it's so it's a poorly it's poorly drafted anti-slap law as opposed to some other states' anti-slap laws. So a lot of judges don't know how to rule on it, and it basically always go to goes to appeals because there's no reason not to appeal it. So at that point, a, like the judge in this case, clearly knew it was going to end up going to appeals, and just kind of wanted it wanted it off his docket. So he viewed he ruled in the way that was most convenient for that for him at the time, mm-hmm. and it's because he's he stated that he thinks that there's a like he's implied that there's a strong case on Vic's side for the appeal. Even though he dismissed all of Dick's claims, and okay. there's a there's a lot there's there's a lot you can read into it, but essentially the actual TCPA hearing didn't matter except for setting up the arguments for appeal, because it was going to be appealed either way. Like okay, so if if you're the defendant of a TCPA, <laughs> if you're the defendant of a TCPA <laughs> case and you um and you and your TCPA um doesn't pass. You you basically have to appeal, otherwise it can, the thing continues going on. If you if you appeal, you have a chance of not paying any court costs or attorneys' fees. Like there is no reason not to appeal if you're the defendant. If you're the plaintiff and you um fail a TCPA, you have to appeal, otherwise you're on the hook for the other team's um court costs. Like like the actual it, it might as well just go straight to the appeals because the hearing doesn't matter because both sides yeah, are going to appeal regardless. Yeah, there's no reason not to then i mean it's and if you're just a, about saying and if you're a judge and you know it's going to be appealed why do you care hmm. all right so coming to uh, Brooklyn land my, for 2020 yeah, my my 2020 resolutions are i want to 
be on less videos because I suck, and I hope that we don't all die because for as angsty and edgy as I am, I actually rather like living. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's Is good. it, though? <laughs> It's, oh, like, in that, like, it's like in that one episode where we, we did the, the love questionnaire where it's like, I'm just miserable the whole time. And then there's that one question. It's like, what would you do to, to change your past and all this stuff? And I was like, nothing. And then you're like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> I like I'm glad. it. Look, you don't have to be without darkness to, to be loved, man. You don't well, gotta... I, I... <laughs> like, I mean, like... If, if you still want to live on this earth and you like living even though there's shitty things in it that's cool i I feel like much like with with many other situations like like and and social stigmas and and stuff of the nature it's like people think i'm really gloomy and edgy and hateful and stuff which is completely understandable i can't i can't shame anybody for thinking that about me i i'm i'm the guy who screamed about the exact same thing for a year and just gives try just so much shit believe me i get it it is completely understandable you think i'm just a, a heartless monster i have not put any other face forward but it's like yeah. i feel like everyone kind of is like like they say stuff or they act ways, and but it's not like it's not all of them. <laughs> it's like believe it or not, there's more to me than not liking a stupid game. <laughs> the internet fact, doesn't really... know how to how to process three dimensional human beings, Dizzy. Don't be stupid. Yeah. It's 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 hard for anybody in general because when you're fed information, it's you know conflicting information is hard. If you you bump into some guy in the street and he's like, "Hey, fuck you," then you can think, "Well, that guy's an asshole," but maybe the guy was just having a bad day, and you'll never see him again, so you'll never yeah. know. <laughs> but all I but, gotta say is, I really like Devil May Cry Three. Everyone should go out and play it right now. I like things. See, <laughs> it's a good game. <laughs> And this has been 2019. Thanks for watching. Wait, come back. I can like games too, damn it. I can like games too.